Hey everybody, welcome back to the Key in the Light podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with a mention of whiskey in the title. And welcome back to another episode of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks. This is Jake, your host, coming live from my basement just to do a quick little intro about this next episode we have here with Malloy's Finest, featuring Steve Malloy himself and one of his single barrel picks from Watershed Distillery. Just wanted to let you know that we pick up this uh, conversation about 45 minutes in or so, where we start to begin the single barrel selection that Malloy's Finest has over at their three stores in the western suburbs of Chicago. And as we pick up the conversation, too, about Watershed and this delicious, delicious single barrel that Steve chose for their store. Um, it's the very first uh, it's the very first Watershed single barrel offered in the state of Illinois. So if you're around, you can get it picked up, have a friend pick it up for you, definitely go there to one of uh, three of... Malloy's finest stores and get one for you but enjoy the conversation enjoy the episode and happy new year so what what um what was it something about bourbon that attracted you more to that than any other um i mean i think i think our gateway was makers yeah um so many uh, after kind of yeah right i mean yeah that's that seems to be a a common um yeah common path um, so we did that and actually, actually, uh, makers took us down to the distillery around that time also in 2010, in 2010 11. Yeah. Right. When 46 was coming out and okay. Bill Samuels was retiring. Yeah, yeah. It was like right in that window. Controversy of it all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he took it out to a steak dinner 46. and like, it was, it was really cool. Um, and so, yeah, that really turned me on to, you know, I'd had bourbons before I had everything before. Mm. Um, but but that really turned me on to like oh oh first forty six okay this is this is cool okay now what else can I try and kind of branched out from there and it's I mean bourbon's easy to I mean there's definitely complexity to bourbon but bourbon's easy with the basic like I said earlier the vanilla yeah. maple the American you know, palate oh, is very the, easy the, to yeah accept. right all right <laughs> oh this is sweet this is soft this is you know a little spice yeah, I like that zing you know it's 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 palatable right. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of my, my gateway to the rest and just kind of branched out to, like, like you said, the, the, the craft stuff that were doing super interesting things like journeyman doing like their really soft, elegant, complex rye yeah. with that wheat component component. And, uh, you know, it's just, God, there's so many brands out there yeah. doing, and they all have their own spin. It's but like, I, wow. I feel their size allows them to do so. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, those before us by hundreds of years mm-hmm. kind of stuck in a sense where we have to make this because that's what we make. And that's well, what people it's because want. the bigger brands had expectations yeah. built around them from the consumer right. in the market. So, you know, it, it hasn't stopped them. I think Beam has made the initiative or has invested yeah. in themselves. And everyone in the Beam office thought Booker was crazy for yeah, doing it. For mm. doing so. They wouldn't invest any money into it until they realized what he was doing was freaking delicious. Yeah. He's like, uh, we need to invest money in this because we're going to get fucking stomped. No, mm. I, I, think there's, I think there's a lot of parallels people can make in any path of life. Uh, from I mean, yes, there's not just the beams and then not just the nose, uh, uh, the whole beam family, the portfolio, but even like what you said, your dad starting you from the bottom up to work your way into mm-hmm. corporate right. or to you know running the stores and becoming the guy behind everything. Yeah, 
you know, Booker did the same thing with his kid. You know, that's what Fred did. He ran through everything, ran and then when he everything. decided to retire, he's like, "It's my son's the one next in line because he's been preparing for 20 yeah. years to do this." He didn't hmm. know he was, but he was. Oh wow! Yeah. Can, Here's the, the mantle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. absolutely. And then and it was all about this exploration into you know, uh, not to call it craft, but these smaller movements of whiskey um, inside hmm. of inside of their their business that they relied mm-hmm. on. You know, white label four and Jim Jim being black, but he was like, "There's other things we can do out there." Yeah. Right. And it became you know small batch. In that I think sense. that's coming more to surface now. To your point, Jake, because uh, these smaller distilleries are coming to age. You know, yeah. coming mm-hmm. into age Absolutely. this year into For next sure. year. So we're yeah. looking at <clears throat> rate. And to your point as well, Steve, we're looking at some really great whiskeys that are yeah. six to eight years old. Oh, how, for sure. How did into 2022 uh, now? So how did Malloy's competing. accept the craft movement of spirits? Was it hey yeah come into our store let's sell you or were you a little hesitant about it at first? I think I think there was definite hesitancy, hesitancy at first, um, just because that wasn't our model. Yeah. Um, what was the model? I think it was more stock. You know, like, like Wilson would say, white label. Yeah. You know, just just the standards. Did you have craft beers? You know? Uh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we hopped on that. We were pretty. Um, it was much more affordable. We're in the loop with that, and much more. Yeah, not as much risk for sure. Yeah. Um, and it kind of seemed like at the time, um, more clientele was really like, oh, you got to get this beer in. Oh, I had this beer yeah, wherever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's more. Um, do you think having a big local guy like Goose Island to be one of the big purveyors and catalysts of the craft beer movement, being local, does that help grow that local beer for scene? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay. Great yeah, absolutely. That 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 kind of planted the planted the flag yeah, right. for us around here, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because the West Coast um, talk about like the, the crew of the 89 class out there um, that was out on the West Coast doing it, but mm-hmm. you know, Goose Island was the Midwest staple to do it for us here. It's interesting. And then, yeah. so when did you think the... You know, the store kind of shifted its um, its shelves into accepting more of those craft spirits and smaller um, brands. I think probably around 2015, okay. maybe mid, yeah, mid-teens somewhere. Yeah. Um, we started doing single barrels around then to like here and there. Okay. Um, we did a couple Four Roses. I wish we were still oh, wow. doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, people were, Hold on to those. We got, uh, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I still got a couple bottles of that. Nice, it's really nice. Good. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think around that time is really when we started kind of opening the door a little bit and like, oh, what do you guys have? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's yeah, that's really good. Okay, we can we can move this. Right. We can sell this. This is good. I want yeah. the pride of having this on our shelves. Right. You know, not not yeah, not not even like you know, I can financially move this out the door <laughs> right. just like i think the customers would appreciate this you know right that's awesome and then, so then this. when do you say a single barrel program actually began from Malloy's? um i think i mean really recently honestly okay um like i said we did a couple in i think it was 2015 and 16 we did four roses we did a couple over the subsequent years was four and then roses we did, the first to approach you by single barrel that was the, f- yeah. Yeah, they oh, were. Shit. It was just interesting talking yeah. to the Gold Eagle guys how Buffalo Trace was trying to push single That's barrels. Right. I was onto listening them. to that. Yeah. 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 They like, used to do like four a year. Yeah, I was like, just, what? You just forget that. The stories I've heard from the Fountainhead guys over the years, you, you people would, yeah. you know, crap their pants to hear that the yeah. whiskey they're trying to give away to right. them. Yeah. And right. For the price. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago, it was unheard of to, I mean, my salesmen will say it now that I do barrels with. They're like, yeah, when I started 20 years ago, it was, 
you know, sell a barrel of this. Like, what are you talking about? Who wants 30 cases of, <laughs> you know, of this one whiskey to move? Like, they want right. one case Wait, of but you still deal 30 with different whiskeys. Salesmen that are 20 years ago you'd sell with? What's the longest standing salesman you've dealt with? Uh, he's, he's got 20 years under his belt. Oh, is, wow. is the one right now, wow. I think. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, others have retired, but yeah. yeah. I've so had f- others that had longer, <laughs> m- m- more years, but yeah, sure. they've, yeah. Since, they've since retired. So Four Roses comes in. You guys do a couple of those picks. Where does it go from there? Um, we did, let's see, we did a journeyman. Um, Early on? Uh, yeah, in the late teens somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, we did we did a, a full barrel and we did a silver cross. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, it's like five cases. It was, it was an easy... Easy trigger yeah, pull. That's an easy pull. Um, and then we did a uh, once Makers launched their um, their program. We did one last year sometime with them. Um, and then uh, really, I'm I, I don't know if I've maybe shared this with you, but um, I've had a year, a crazy year. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. big year, um, big year. I uh, uh, my we were expecting a new baby it come early this year and i'd been having some health things i ended up having open heart surgery in february right i don't know if it, did i tell you that yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and um and after secrets. that i think as an outcropping of that like just kind of what matters most yeah. kind of mm. existential stuff kind of cropped into my business life too it was like Screw it. I'm just gonna. I've I wanted to do more barrels. Crap idea. I see other companies doing, you know, being success, successful with them. Customers come in like, what single barrels do you have? Like, oh, we got this one or two. Like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's yeah. do it. See what happens. Screw it. Yeah. And you know, and here we are. I think, I think t- today we had a Buffalo Trace barrel come in. I think it's oh. our twelfth, eleventh or twelfth one since August. Seriously. Yeah. Buffalo Trace barrel. Yeah. Holy shit. And I just tasted it. It's uh delicious. Yeah. It's it's uh yeah, it's you get very those good. you get those traditional caramel and vanilla waves, but it's wrapped around yeah. a nice anise flavor. Um, yeah, yeah. Get a little banana to it. Too. I did banana for sure, yeah. yeah. Creamy it was creamy, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say a banana split personally. Yeah, I had banana like banana foster maybe or something oh, like, like that. that. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. Was so good. so it was, you know, after that it was kinda like not even consciously. It was really? so much. It was just kind of like I came back to work after a few months of, um, you know, kind of grueling recovery. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, and expecting a new new baby coming. is just like, uh-huh. yeah, screw it. Let's just, uh, you know, yeah. You, oh, you're presenting this Knob Creek? Let's do it. All right, bring it in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. this. Let's do that. Let's do that. You know, and right. pretty soon we had... You know, four or five on the roster. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Are we gonna pay? Okay, are these all gonna come in at once? And like, thankfully yeah, they didn't. Coming. But it was yeah. kind of like, "Is this gonna work?" And my brother was kind of like, "Oh, he's kind of more on the financial side." Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, "What are you doing?" And but it's worked. It's really worked. Good. And the clientele's here, and we're Very becoming good. kind of more of a uh, destination. Yeah. No, I love that. I love the yeah. the full belief in yourself. But right. also that full investment into into yourself and just get, taking a chance, taking that risk. I, I think agree. I would I would probably guess even too. It's a little bit of what happened just with COVID the last twenty one mm-hmm. months. So many people have stopped pursuing meaningless time and wasting time, and right. now finding something they're passionate about, something they enjoy doing with their life, and making that into a career, making that in profession. Mm-hmm. 
I know like that's what this whole podcast it became. It yeah, was just sure. taking a chance upon myself and finally saying like, here's the equipment to buy. Like you have the money to do it. You have the contacts to have the conversations. Yeah, so right. go out there and pursue it. Yeah, I'm glad you did. And, and I if, guess so. And if that didn't work, the whiskey would kill it. So. Right. I was just thinking though, if if COVID would have come a year earlier, I would have been fucked. <laughs> I never would have gotten my job at Star Wars. I would've, I would have lost all my yeah. beer rep jobs. I would have lost I my freelance photography. <laughs> I would have lost everything. So um, people that did lose that stuff, I they I, find you though, brother. They find you. These these are like I said. I, I, the point that I made earlier was not only to you know, the craft distillers that are coming to age within this year and this next coming year. But it also comes into age of, of the talent pool that's out there. Uh, we talked about the, the freshman class yeah, that Eric, Eric mentioned. Eric, fifth shout out today. Yeah, sh- <laughs> shout out to Eric. He, <laughs> yeah. really, he really did hit on some great points. Listen. So yeah. shout out to Eric of Woodenville. If you haven't ch- checked out, check out Woodenville Spirits. They have the great barrel pick out of Leo's. We can make that happen, um, at Leo's Liquors in Mayfair, check out that Total barrel pick, um, or just in general, their their everyday bourbon is actually quite nice. Personally, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But shout out to Eric. But I, but I feel that there are there is a new breed of ambassadors, new breed of uh, managers, and new breed of 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 whiskey that's coming that to age. Mm. That I I feel is going to uh, now I'm not going to say knock the predecessors off no um, but I think it was going to make them nervous I think it's, it's going to yeah. it's going to make some I'm, gonna I think gonna make them nervous. push for some room yeah yeah and there's shelf space that be had yeah and I and I and again I'm going to refer back to Eric and his saying you know and I've always said this I'm like we're fighting and I mm. remember telling Matt Brown on, on the last episode he was on I was like <laughs> we're all in the same fucking fight. How are you not recognizing this? And I'm ha- I was so fucking ecstatic and happy. In fact, I replayed it at least five times when Eric <laughs> said, "We are in a fight." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> right? we're in this great fight." You know, and I loved it. I'm pumping my fist, yeah. and I'm doing it now because it's true. We are in this fight, and I <laughs> you love know what it. Such an undervalued component of the fight is just showing up. <sighs> just showing up. Well, being being out there. But it's, it, I agree, I agree, but I, I feel that, but when you show up, what do you show up with? It's easy to show up, Jacob, but what are you showing up with? A lot of people don't Usually, show up. like, the, you dig what I I'm like saying? to bring the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition from, like, the early 90s. Yeah, nice. I usually bring those. Yeah. That's why I show up what with. What was her <laughs> name? That's a foot in the door. Yeah. Right there. What yeah. was her name? She was really cute. Green eyes, blonde, dark, uh, brunette hair. It's okay. Carmen no. Electra? No, Kathy mm. Ireland. She's Kathy Ireland. That's my man. Well, I didn't. I, I knew right off right off the bat. I didn't what want was to that admit football it. movie she was in? The college Texas State or something? North Texas State? Oh, yeah, don't know that. Oh my God! Was that uh, necessary roughness? Necessary roughness Ooh, with yeah. Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad was in that. They, they played the Iowa Hawkeyes. And the guy from Quantum Leap was in that. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sam, he was the quarterback. Yeah, he yeah. was a quarterback. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Not? Yeah, nice. Okay, we're just anyway. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yikes! Diversion. Off Diversion the off the tracks. No, I think it, but it, I, it is a fight. You know, well, I mean, it's a so fight. Steve, like, how does how do you see that as a retailer? How do you manage that fight? Because obviously, you have countless brands on the shelf on the mm-hmm. uh, table right here, and how do you determine what to buy, mm-hmm. what not to buy, what's good, who do you trust? I mean, it's it it really is. I try not to just have on the shelf what I like, mm. you know, what my pat, what speaks to my palate. That's hard to do. It's, it is, it is for sure. But I mean, it's, it's, um, I, I try to, 
I mean, I mean, it's it's multifaceted. It's yeah. following a lot of dis- different accounts on social media to see what they're bringing right. in, um, see what seems to be moving. Take my salesman's word for it sometimes <laughs> yeah, on what's sometimes, moving. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. It's good. Um, yeah. And yeah, but it, no, it, it's really hard to uh, to kind of walk the line between what you know, what what. Yeah, I don't I don't want the shelves to just be like Steve's favorites, <laughs> you know, and it's and it can quickly become that. Right. It, um, it could be. Uh, but I mean, my palate is excellent. No. Um, anyway, no, but, I mean, uh, is there certain <laughs> is there certain things you've learned like from your dad and from your family at bringing their process of running a, a liquor store, which is completely different to how you're running it now, but taking some ethos or foundation and applying um, it to today? I mean, d- definitely the personal quality. Okay. I mean, l- like for example, I count you guys as friends. Right. 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 You know, um, and I can say that about a solid handful of other. Mm-hmm. reps i mean every one of my reps really to an extent um some more than others but it, that's the nature of the beast right um but i mean i think it's that trust in the story maybe we go back to that possibly it's that trust of like that that person sitting down here for half an hour to an hour trying to sell me their brand or sell me a single barrel if mm-hmm. they know the information about it they tr- they believe in the story that they're saying right I guess there's that foundation right there where you can have that built trust within the, 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 the distillery and the, t- person, the two people looking at each other, you know, look each mm-hmm. other in the eye from across mm-hmm. the table. No, that, yeah, that, that goes a, that goes a long way for sure. Yeah, for sure. Especially if there's a history there of previous, you know, products that have been brought in and like mm-hmm. yeah, that did that did score, you know, really well. That did you know move really well. People love that, and I love that, and whatever. Right. Um, there's value. You know, I mean, for example. Union Horse with Wilson. Um, quality juice. Never heard Super, of it. I've, yeah, I, I, you know, just a whisper. Um, <laughs> it's a whisper. <laughs> it's, it's the history. No, but, but you know, excellent, excellent, excellent whiskey. And now he comes on with Castle and Key, and it's like, yeah, this is excellent too. Like, yeah, bring it in. Like, here we go. Right. Like with another, you know, I trust him to move to a another quality company that's producing excellent stuff. And he did. Right. I think it's something that we always talk about. Um, really, probably like really an ethos we take, we take pride in saying that a retailer, a bar is buying us as ambassadors as much as they're buying the brand mm-hmm. because we're the face behind it. You have to trust us right. to get to the brand itself to actually enjoy it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a starting point for sure. Right. Right. So how else can we help? Yeah. Yeah. And you said that, you know, you rely on social media, customers come in um, to tell you what's, what's good, what's hot, what's been around, mm-hmm. what's new. And was that what kind of happened with the single barrel we're tasting right now at the watershed? I was just going to say, yes. Yeah. I actually, I mean, like I told you over lunch, it was like, I saw the urban bourbonist uh, get, get some of this watershed, like the regular offerings. Yeah. And I happened to, you know, I messaged my my uh, distributor rep and being like, "Hey, what's the deal with Watershed?" And like, "Oh, they happen to be in the uh, in the uh, area tomorrow from Ohio. Like, you want to see them? Like, they have a spot open like at whatever time. Like, yeah, okay." And they came by, and I was only planning on tasting the regular stuff, which looked really good, sounded really good, and um, uh, they came out and you know they presented me all their stuff. They had some great gins too, aside from the bourbon. And, uh, and then she, and then the national sales man, sales manager that was here produced a couple, you know, three barrel samples. And I was like, Oh, 
what's the oh i know i know what's happening here <laughs> i've been in this position before okay not planning on buying a barrel I know at the time but it's like oh yeah i'll try them sure i'll try them and right away i was like oh crap okay yeah. i have to the other two are good yeah but this, this one good. is something yeah, like we is, need it this is and Jake is having a conniption after trying it. <laughs> I told you, just, this, I, what is yeah. going on in it's that glass? Crazy. It's so it's, good. So the last what time I came and visited with Steve, I we sat, I don't know how long we were here, but you were just like, all right, so I, I've got some ideas for the single day, you know, single 12 days of single barrels. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go through them. <laughs> I think this was number four, I don't know, four or five on the okay. list. I'm like, this is it fuck everything yeah. else <laughs> this was just it was different why because i don't think anyone knows watershed yeah it's very yeah not very well you dig what I'm especially saying? here i am yeah. again trying to take the top off and steve <laughs> do that but yeah. i just feel because i have to have another drama because this is yep. delicious this and we is, are we are the first account in illinois to get a barrel yeah. beautiful no awesome so this is so uh, this is a bourbon do you know the bourbon you know the mash bill four-year bourbon uh mm, i don't I don't off the top of my head. It's a bourbon. Um, it is uh, alligator char. Yeah, which comes off in the nose and then like yeah. crazy oh, in the taste. It's just it's cra- I could nose this all yeah. day. It's this is one of so I don't I, I believe I was telling Sheila about this too. I was just like mm-hmm. I just had a bourbon that there's like a it's like butterscotch and wrapped just pine really oak, threw me like, off the wrong oh, man. Like, I you you know there's, when you time, know, there's crazy you, herby yeah because when you normally nose a bourbon you're getting the more the more traditional notes mm-hmm. and then you kind of have an understanding yeah. or think you know what's going to happen on the palate but this is completely a two way street where this I, I I know everybody has differing opinions whoa. about using um, single barrels for cocktails but this would make the probably the best Manhattan I've ever tasted oh yeah. Like, yeah, with oh. that herbal quality, with that orange. Yeah, I, I get a lot of like caramelized fabulous. orange yeah. from it. Yeah, I just think and it's, it's creamy. Fabulous. It's oh, I can't describe the taste. It's orange sickle so for much. sure. Yeah, I mean, so, we call, we called it dream sickle. Yeah, because it it's sense. got that creamy orangey. I'm, I am playing a little hurt with a little bit of a sinus infection, but uh, mm-hmm. I I immediately thought back to Sean Josephs because we can't not mention Pinhook without. <laughs> Thank you. We almost want to hold another episode. You know, um, so contractual I thought, obligation. Yes. So although I, we do have a real sponsor, I do. <laughs> do we yeah. Is that? Um, I want to give a big shout out to Oxford United over in England. Um, <laughs> we have received our kits in the mail. We will be wearing them with pride on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> we are big Sweet. Oxford United fans. Hopefully, they'll make their way through League nice. two, League One right. and get promoted up into the championship. In a number of years, they'll be playing in the Premier League, and we were uh, early on. So uh, I love it. Go, uh, go Oxford United. Go off. Sad. <laughs> Lovely. Top the. I'm not sure what their nickname is. It's a it's a bowl of some sort. So me and Ox. Los Toros. Los Toros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Big Oxford United fans. No, anyway, I yeah. immediately thought of John uh, Sean Josephs because he. Never heard of him. Um, I know. Um, <laughs> he, uh, with his uh, first release of his bourbon distillate made by at Castle and Key, um, is that Bourbon War or is that Bourbon? I think so. Yeah. With the orange wax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what the single barrels are based off of Bourbon War. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he um, did an old fashioned. Where he made a uh, ah, well done, sir. Yes, you say it, and the pinhook magically appears. He took, yeah, <laughs> he took. Uh, he made so an, many an orange spice syrup, 
um, to go with it, and this immediately this oh, watershed yeah. just immediate because of the orange uh, notes in it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that, but also this watershed is fucking delicious. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever want to make that orange spice syrup for the summer year, which is fabulous, uh-huh. um, it is a cup of orange juice, a cup of uh, demerara sugar, um, and eight cloves. Mm. Yes. Whole cloves. Whole cloves. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of clove in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. No. And um, yeah. Make it into a syrup real nice. Put it in your old fashioned. So this reminds me Steve, of to go back to the three samples they presented you with um, for single barrels, was this by far the outlier of saying, I have to have this one? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the other ones were good. Um, there was one that had like a crazy uh, kind of Twizzler kind of thing to it, waxy thing to it. Okay. And the other one was more like, um, like an oat bread, like had more of a bready quality to it. Mm. Um, just didn't stand out. They were right. really good. Like I would buy a bottle of it, right? But I wouldn't buy 180 bottles of it. <laughs> it is. I, I asked the guys at Gold Eagle, you know, while we're doing this too. I asked, like, would you, is there bottles you'd buy that you turn down from other retailers? Could they be? Would they be? Would they stand up as a single barrel in your store if you didn't mm-hmm. have? If you were, didn't have this single barrel offering in front of you that you end up choosing, right? You know, would you take one of the other five or mm-hmm. one of the other four, whatever it may be? And you know, it's it's differing opinions. Someone's like, no, we, we know that one isn't right for us, isn't right for a customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not a representation of what we want to do, but yes, there are plenty of other bottles out there that we turn down or single barrels we turn down sure. that we go out and actually buy <laughs> at other right. stores when we find them. It's like, oh, you got that one. Right. We're going to go get a right. bottle of that one. Well, I, I had that situation with Sagamore. Mm. Um, never heard of him. I really <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> and Brett, if he Ooh, exists. Um, Ow. Ah. Double B. <laughs> um, so... There, there was one when we were doing that pick. I, br- I had brought in some guys from the local whiskey group just as a sounding board. Absolutely, more than anything, it wasn't like a co-pick or anything. Um, but they're just they're just friends at this point. So it's just like, come on down, like you know, be part of it. It's a cool thing, and um, and so they came out and they really leaned towards the one that we picked, mm-hmm. and Jessica from Sagmore. And I were both like, no, we want barrel 156. This is the one. And we had had like a preview like, you know, prior to that weekend. And, uh, but the one that we picked was, man, it, it was tasting really good mm-hmm. when they came by and they were like, made some good arguments. And it was just like, okay, let's do that one. Yeah. And it turned out, oh, it's so good. Our Sagamore pick is great. Nice. Really happy with what we picked. But at the same time, Jessica is keeping tabs on where that barrel goes <laughs> and she's going to orchestrate a barrel or two right. like to, to get shipped over here, which that'll be hard to do with the watershed since they probably won't have another single barrel in Illinois. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Somebody reach out. If you get a site, if you get a watershed single barrel, right, right, right. When um, you're, when a rep, whoever comes in presents you with single barrels, is there something you want to hear specifically about the, uh, the distillery is there something you're looking for in that person to know, like maybe more information about the distillery than it is, let's say a distributor rep or, you know, is it, is it, do you care more about what's inside the bottle? Um, I think first and foremost, the, 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 I hate the term, the juice yeah. is, is what matters. The right. whiskey is what matters. Um, if somebody from the distillery is here, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that definitely scores points having somebody from, or a brand ambassador. Yeah. Um, 
having having an actual representative from that brand here mm-hmm. definitely scores points. Um, it makes it a little more special than right. just I'm trying to push this. I'm going to get a commission. You know what I mean? wonder if like they're maybe more clumsy about their approach or don't know the actual um, sure. essence of each bottle. Right. If maybe right. they're just here like, hey, here's our single barrels. Try them. See which one you like. Yeah. Does that detract you from potential relationship with that brand for the down the line if you're not going to put the energy into knowing the exact measurements or the exact uh, tangibles of each whiskey? I, I don't expect every factoid. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's nice to have. Right. It's nice to be able to say... What kind of still is it? What kind of whatever I can come up with? Yeah, what's yeah, Mashville? Yeah, yeah. What's this? What's that? That the distributor rep might not know. Sometimes they do. Sometimes, you know, they're pre- presented with a mm-hmm. great meeting prior to launching it. Whatever. Right. Um, but the brand ambassadors or the, the reps from the distillery definitely do know. Um, I definitely appreciate that and find you know I'm able to nerd out yeah with that kind of stuff for sure. Um. Is there something and get that, to the nitty gritty, you know. Yeah, is there something that Watershed brought to the table that you found out more about them? Um, I I really liked. Well, I I like their story, which is they wanted to give back to their. I, I don't local, know much about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they 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 were. I, my understanding is they were the first major distillery in Columbus. Yep. Um, in 2010, I think they launched, and they give back to their community. Mm. Um, so I like that right off the bat. The other thing I like is that, like I said, um, when I reached out to my distributor rep about the brand, when I heard about them and saw the packaging, I was like, oh, this is great. Let's let's find out more. Um, when they brought the barrel samples out, the like I said, the national sales manager was here and they insist on having a distillery rep have fingers in each barrel mm-hmm. pick. Love that. Like not just, you know, a lot of companies which... <laughs> You know, oftentimes works out fine. You get you get good barrels here and there, mm-hmm. for sure. But um, a lot of companies just send out the three sam three four samples, yep. and just in a nondescript brown <laughs> box. Here you go. Pick the one you like. What you know, and you know if you don't like them, you're well. Oh well. Yeah. You're sol. You know. Next guy. Well, it's yeah. Right. It's um, because they can though. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. They can't, they can afford to do that. Yeah, but I really liked that. That was the first time I'd really heard that this company insists yeah. on having fingers in every barrel pit. I think it's um, turning that way. Um, yeah. I know the sales team I work with, their boss is a numbers guy to the T. He mm-hmm. sees numbers. That's where we end our day. That's where we pop the champagne or that's where we go back to the drawing board and see what we can do. But at the same <laughs> time, he he does invest in brand ambassadors. Yep. He does believe in brand ambassadors. If they know the whole story, let them tell the story. Let them mm-hmm. do the pitch. Let them be in control of, of the brand right. and use them as much as possible, which I appreciate. Obviously, yeah. as a brand ambassador, right. I appreciate that. But I do think that if you have a, if you are a brand ambassador or if you're a distillery where you can actually send somebody out, even a distiller themselves to go with a local rep yeah. to talk about it, like mm-hmm. use that power, right. like, use that investment. It's a tool that not everybody can rely on. I, we can't have a distiller from Australia come into the market every day or even for every sure. year. We haven't, right. we haven't anybody in the distillery for over a year. Mm-hmm. Our founder now lives here and we get to use that tool, which is an amazing tool to have to have a founder living in the United States. Yeah. Right. But he also lives in the West Coast. It's like you can't get everywhere at one time and be mm-hmm. everywhere at yeah. one time. Sure. So rely on those brand ambassadors. Educate them. Tell them about, take them to the distillery. Show them what the process is. Make them invest in back into the brand. And that's really great to see that 
that watershed is using all those tools yeah, as well. I agree. I think that's that's huge on their part and awesome for you to experience. And I agree. I mean, for us even, you know, I know that within the next year, we're going to make more of an effort to bring someone who's not just fingers on, but hands on, minds on into the market mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, yeah, I, we may be direct representatives of our supply of the supplier, you know, Jake for Starwood, myself for Castle and Key, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we get it you know you guys are representing them you guys work for them directly but we really like to hear the story from someone that's actually there right you know so actually we've noticed that and we're actually making efforts to bring that to fusion so fruition Mm -hmm. i should say so you know you can expect to see that when does uh this bottle of watershed expect to hit the market yeah because that's delicious it's here oh so it's it's here oh it's here on the shelves it's at all stores yep oh Oh. i didn't realize that oh it is here well, people were listening yeah, to this. Dropped a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. I well, as you're listening, to this, I, it's new. Oh, still new, still new. I yeah, fully, fully wow. recommend people yeah. coming and getting this bottle. Yep. What's the retail price on it? Uh, it is seventy-two thousand dollars. Seventy-two thousand dollars. Wow. Roughly. <laughs> is that more than that Booker's ten-year uh, anniversary bell? The Booker's, <laughs> the Booker's is only that five dollars. If you buy Watershed, you get a Booker's for five bucks. <laughs> that's that's wow. That's a deal. The, still. The and show. you get a hundred dollar gift card to Malloy's finest. Ooh, Isn't that wow. sweet? You, do? you get a free <laughs> bag of beer nuts. <laughs> a free bag of beer nuts on your way out. What's what's the lovely young woman who works the front register? I love it. She's always so kind. What was her name? Oh wow! Uh, Sixty bucks. People, I'm not saying that's, I'm not I'm not leading you on this. That's an amazing price for this yeah, this whiskey. That's, it's that's on par. Super unique. Oh, yeah. it is 129.4 yeah. proof. I, I will it's say I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it does not drink like it. It does drink. Uh, it drinks. It drinks proof. up there. But it drinks it, up there. But it's impacted with flavor throughout it. It's I not just heating, tasting heat. And I'm gonna really disgrace it by saying that I would still make a cocktail with it. I don't oh, think yeah. it's disgracing it at all. Do it. I would totally it. make a cocktail with it. I think it's, it's Listen, so good. Higher quality components in a cocktail, yeah. higher quality God, cocktail. It's more Look orange out of it now. That. Yeah. Really? I love that. Says I think no, I think it's uh, says Mr. an Malone. honor to say that about a bottle. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. We like we find a certain taste in, uh, that could be even more um yeah. provoked out of it with making a cocktail from it. Definitely mm-hmm. go along it's and do delicious. it. It's delicious. It's very well done. Is very, it? Very well done. What else should we know about this barrel? Anything else? the barrel pick we should know um no no it's absolutely delicious nice the, uh, the only knock come on in ask for the dream sickle i'm not gonna mention it the only knock what's the knock it's a personal what are you doing? it's a personal turn thing. off his mind it's quick. a personal thing it's i, a personal I already thing. have <laughs> it's a hasn't been on this whole time he just talks to the mic <laughs> to feel important you just hear whispers see how that works we see just how edit that, works? that part out yeah. mm-hmm. see how that works has social media become a big part of your business? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, all over Instagram the past, especially the past few months. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's really caught on. I really love the the whiskey community. Is great, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to meet local people that not only have a bunch of followers, but they're, <laughs> they're really awesome people. They yeah. come by, you know. They have people up here and, you know, it's like, oh, here's, here's some barrel picks that are coming out and like, here, you know, get, yeah. kind of give them that inside track and, you know, help them in the store. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's, uh, it's helping each other. And, uh, 
Yeah, I think it's been it's had huge impact. Yeah, I think, and it's, like I said, following other accounts too, mm-hmm. like other retailers, like to see guy, what's, yeah. um, you know, following the bigger accounts, see like what's available. Like, oh, I thought that wasn't available. <laughs> 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 I got to badger my my rep for this. Let me get this. Um, but uh, but no no just to, just to see how how other businesses do their yeah. thing too. It's yeah, it's been it's been hugely helpful. I think it's a good way of. Um, having your father's legacy live on to building yeah. those personal relationships. It's just a different way of doing I it. I agree. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely take, you know, I, I think I definitely take after him in like loving the personal mm. touch. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I really, I think that there's a lot of, um, a lot to be said for that. And a lot of, you know, it's sad when I hear some other, you know, people don't embrace that sometimes. Mm. It's like, it doesn't serve anybody. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's just trying to do the thing. Yeah. You I, know, I think it's an important, th- I, think I think it's think an important it's a, element to hold on to. It can be um, a mutually beneficial thing. Yeah. Well, I think sure. you're doing something awesome here. The bail program's yeah. obviously Thanks, growing. Um, yeah. We're yeah. not the only two reps that love to come in here and nope. chat and hang out. So, Thanks, um, the best thing I can say to you is the, just keep doing what you're doing because yeah. it's working out. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. You got another, you got several barrels rolling in pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. you, d- you do. You do. Come buy them, people. You got three locations yeah. to buy them from. Come out to to Malloy's. Yeah. Come Not see these guys. And buy this watershed pick. Yeah. yeah. No, yes. th- Dave, thank you, Steve. Thanks for the time. Um, yeah, for sure. Thanks for making time during the holidays for us. And, uh, you know, just being yourself out here in the industry. People, uh, people like to come and hang out here. So that's a, uh, biggest like gold star i can say right that. yeah yeah <laughs> thanks Jake. yeah Appreciate you. um wilson thanks for joining us thanks for being <laughs> here. Razor thanks, thanks for being thanks for coming out to the snow and uh yeah well everybody Sorry. else uh, no you're fine don't i was actually being complimentary to you. i appreciate i was being serious that. thanks for being here oh well yeah because you helped put this together so appreciate well, that oh well no i mean i'm just happy to be here again all right. Well, for everybody else out there, thank you for listening. Uh, if you don't mind, please rate and review us on any platform you listen to this podcast from. Even write us a little comment on our website if you'd yeah, like to. Send us messages. We love, love, love to hear from you. Messages. Appreciate and with every message, you get a prize. No, Just that's saying. not true. That's not true. But thank oh, you okay. very much Sorry. for uh, for listening, and we'll see you next time with the Key and Lake podcast. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers.